Hey, this is Vanessa. This is Carlos. And you're listening to Retro Ad Review. This is a podcast where we select a couple of random old TV commercials and review them. So if you like commercials, listen in. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Retro Ad Review. Hi, everybody. So seeing as it's scary right now, more so because of October 30th and I don't know any other reason. October 31st. Doing our our Halloween episode. Yep. All the monsters and violence outside also uh, scare us. Scale way. All right. So we're going to do commercials that I think are broadly considered scary. It wasn't just we thought they're scary. People complained about them so much because they were scary. They were banned. Ooh la la. So... I think we just jump jump into it, right? <laughs> uh, okay, jump in scary first. Uh, jump scare into them. Yeah, so uh, we're going to be editing a lot of screaming in this one. So, you know, just to really make it scary. Anyway, I've lost my like happy voice because I'm so scared. Um, so the first ad that we're going to watch, we're actually not going to play because of the music that's used in it. It's like a I don't know, would you call it a popular song? Because I'm not sure it was that popular. <laughs> I but it, guess it is. Kind of been used and reused and sampled and covered a lot. Well, if you... But I guess like, within a certain genre. I was going to say, if you like dance music or were alive in the 90s and went to a lot of raves, then you'll definitely know this song. But uh, yeah, the commercial we're going to talk about right now is the cursed Japanese Kleenex commercial. So... The ad features a woman in white, a Japanese woman, and a small child who's kind of looks like a Noompa Loompa. He's all red or orange with big tufts of green hair and a horn on him. It's called an Oni, a Japanese ogre, and he has his arms crossed, all upset. They're both on straw for some reason with an orange, fiery-looking background. It's kind of weird. She seems to be trying to comfort it as his arms are crossed and he looks upset. He's like, eh. so she's like, let me soothe him with Kleenex. So she pulls out a tissue from the tissue box. She's like playing with it in front of his face and she lets it go. And it kind of floats away like all majestically as the Kleenex logo and the slogan, the slogo appear. <laughs> I don't quite understand what it says because it's a Japanese man speaking. And throughout the commercial, the song being played is It's a Fine Day by Edward Barton and Jane. And what are the lyrics to that song? So the song itself goes, like, it's just kind of, it, it feels very, uh, I don't know, sing-songy, sing nursery rhyme type of thing. So imagine this in an English voice, like a, an English accented voice. So it's a fine day, people open windows, they leave their houses just for a short while. They walk by the grass and they look at the grass. They look at the sky. It's going to be a fine night tonight. It's going to be a fine day tomorrow. So it sounds very positive and sweet, but actually... What does that mean in the context of the freaking weird devil baby being mad at Kleenex? I think it's because it sounds like... I don't... Do you know what? I don't know. It does sound kind of creepy. I think it sounds like an English lullaby. 
So Phoenix Mercury wanted an English lullaby. So if you want to listen to it, it's called It's a Fine Day by Edward Barton and Jane. That's the original version. It's like an acapella sing-songy version. It does sound kind of droney and creepy. I guess that's why, but I don't know. So, And the commercial itself is like in slow motion. So it adds this weird... Yeah, she like gently lowers herself to the level of the baby and tickles it or whatever. And then she releases the thing flying away. It's weird. It's an odd, it feels very art house. <laughs> About the song, Edward Barton was a poet and a songwriter. He wrote the poem and had his friend Jane Lancaster sing it a cappella. They released it independently and then it was picked up and released by Cherry Records. It became a bigger hit in 1992 for the group Opus 3, who added music to it. Christy Hawkshaw, the lead singer of Opus 3, Featured in a music video for Orbital's song Halcyon, which sampled her vocals reversed. And she later went on <laughs> to cover the song three more times, so she just really likes this song. In 1994, Barton lent the tune to Kylie Minogue's 1994 song, Confide in Me. I don't know that and song. And it's been covered and sampled a bunch of times. I think Skrillex sampled it one time. But the one I remember the most is... Credit to Miss Jane and remixed by ATB. It's in 1998, and it just sounded very... That kind of stuff. Sounded very late 90s dancey. Yeah. Yeah. There were allegedly many complaints to the TV stations and to Kleenex, (laughs) because a lot of people found it unnerving. Since it's a foreign culture, I don't exactly know what they find unnerving, so maybe... (laughs) An urban legend began to surround the commercial, saying more normal things like tragedy befell this guy. They kept getting weirder and weirder, like uh, one of the guys dying in a sauna after he got trapped in it, like in Final Destination or something. Oh my god. (laughs) The ogre child died immediately after uh, the uh, video finished. Filming rap, they said cut, he died. He got decapitated in a car crash. And the actress was institutionalized after a mental breakdown. And the stupidest one to me, she gave birth to a demon baby. Again, I don't know if that has anything to do with the uh, culture, but that sounds really dumb. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Like, I guess if it's cursed, anything can happen. So maybe maybe that's a reason for it. I don't know. If it's cursed, anything can happen within the realm of possibility. Like, you can get in a car crash, fine, but like a devil baby? Okay, so they even said the song was in German, and it was singing a death curse. Die, die, everyone is cursed and will be killed. Sounds like a German song. But it's in, it's in English. If you know English or German or Japanese, you'd probably be able to tell, but I guess Japanese people couldn't tell the difference between the two languages. Yeah, so that makes sense. It. The commercial would also curse the viewer, with some ending their own lives. So it's kind of like The Ring or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's very ring, ringish. So you know, people were scared of VCRs back then. Ringu. When did that come out? I, I think it was like the eighties. But the, of course, American remake came out in the nineties. The internet even embellished it to say the commercial changed at midnight and it would curse you and blah 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 because oh it's stupid. 
I miss these kinds of urban legends though, like like conspiracies and urban safe. legends that were harmless. You know, they were really yeah. stupid, but they were they were enjoyable in their way. Yeah. Even Slenderman now Ooh. is creepy. <laughs> Causes bad stuff to happen in real life. Ooh. The urban legend was untrue. The director, Jin Ichikawa, died in two thousand eight, I think of a brain hemorrhage. Oh. But it had nothing to do with the uh the cleanest commercial. Unless it did and it was far reaching. But I doubt it. And the actress Keiko Matsuzaka is still alive. She has no demon <laughs> no demon children. Yeah, she hasn't been demoned. She's like in her 70s now. Oh, wow. Another ad within the same uh, campaign featured the child happily dancing, pulling out the tissue from the box, and the creepy lady in white is just slow motionly smiling as this cute, ugly baby. It is, it's a disturbing it's video. I don't, I don't really care for it. I'm not exactly like, oh, this is the scariest thing in the world. It's, but like, it's not vaguely I... like they're in hell or something. Yeah, it's not <laughs> something I'd enjoy watching if I saw it on TV. I'd be like, I feel weird watching this. This gives me, this gives me the creeps. I think that's what it is. It just gives you the creeps. But enough to complain about it. I was like, this is creepy. Well, I don't know. I'd maybe say it's some sort of maybe out. to the TV station, I'd say maybe, but I'd be like, this is weird. Eventually, the ad was pulled and was replaced with an angel baby. Nice. Which is pretty much the same thing. It's playing uh, another song we can't play. And <laughs> it's all blue instead of red and she's all glowing and she's just throwing one tissue paper up in the air like ooh. It's like, okay, i really don't understand the concept of this video as in like who conceptualized this video who said this is it this is the answer to our situation it'll be an oni was it that you said and we're gonna make him <laughs> low kleenex or something yeah, it's a very weird ad. Again, if you I don't actually... know enough about the folklore of Onis that they like toiletries. That might oh. be it. Maybe, maybe, yeah, we're missing the cultural context, but it's it's interesting. I'm not You've saying it's enough bad. Stupid I'm... video games. Yeah, I know. But we don't know a lot yeah. about the culture. So culturally, it's uh, it's probably outside of well, maybe it's a disconnect. There's a disconnect with us, but at the same time, there was a disconnect with the people because people were like, this is haunted. This is a haunted ad, and here are all the scary things that happen with it. So maybe actually there isn't a cultural disconnect. Maybe there is no cultural disconnect. Maybe it's purely like, this This is Cross-culturally, this thing is Yeah, exactly. This is creepy no matter what. <laughs> okay. So if you want to watch the ad yourself on YouTube, it's Japanese Baby Ogre Kleenex Commercial. That's the version we watched, but you could probably watch multiple versions. They're all over YouTube. And don't watch it. You have You'll be to cursed. be careful because you may get cursed by this very petulant baby. Right now, we're cursed. I think. Or maybe you will have a jump scare jump at you because people Ooh. are cruel on the internet. Like, this is cursed. Boom. Yeah, actually, that would be a really mean one. So, speaking of jump scares and the like, we're going to move on to the next commercial. And the next commercial will actually play. But there's, word of warning, there's going to be a loud noise in the midst. So, you know, just watch out for that. The commercial, if you want to watch it online, is called K-Fee Car Commercial. And here we go.
I just watched the commercial and I've seen it so many times and it still scares me. I hate it. I hate this commercial. I, I, I had headphones this time, F so it, sucks. it sounded a little bit louder and worse. Than yeah, I was not happy with that. I hate this commercial. I hated it since I was a kid and I'll hate it till I die. Anyway, if you've not been around the internet for some time, then you may not be familiar with this commercial, but like... It was everywhere at one stage, like some variation of it was everywhere at one stage. So uh, a little bit about the company itself. The company who produced this really obnoxious, ugh, this obnoxious ad is um, Kaffee Coffee. So Kaffee Coffee was a German beverage company company that sold a caffeinated energy drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, from 2004 to 2005, they released nine commercials that used a similar style to the one we just played in Germany and the UK. While basically the concept is while there's some sort of peaceful and quiet scene going on, it's eventually broken up by a zombie or a gargoyle jump scare, gargoyle, a gargoyle jump scare. And they let out a loud scream. And then the sound of a faster heartbeat comes up and then the shot of the energy drink. So it was meant to cause a similar effect as a caffeine energy drink when you drink it. So it was from their wide awake campaign with the slogan uh, going ever been so wide awake. Man, I'm actually, I'm actually peeved that the commercial still scared me. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, even this, this like commercial, I, I don't know. It's like, it's obvious, you know, it's coming. I remember the first time I saw it, our dad yeah. had showed it to me online or something. For like real? That. He did? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So to describe the actual commercial, because it's super simple, it's just a uh, Chevy Malibu from way afar traveling down a winding road of green peaceful looking trees then it goes past a certain point it gets blocked by the tree but it doesn't keep going and then you're like looking for the car and then this ugly zombie goes right into the camera and does that scream and it says ever been so wide awake and with a heartbeat ever been so wide awake so it's like, oh man, I just got scared because this stupid monster ruined my peaceful. Yeah, yeah, team. you're just like, not this, not this again. I think that's where I first experienced the jump scare on the internet because, like, movies did it all the time. Yeah, yeah. But on the internet, and then like a million popped up, like, ooh, look closely at this, and then boom. Like, look for the something, and then something comes up. I hate that, like. That still exists to some point, but like, oh man, I can imagine. Amazing world of gumball. I just hope it's not a a trend. Yeah, really funnily enough, just before we were starting this this episode, I was on my Instagram and something from like the Cartoon Network kind of popped up and it was literally this commercial. So it was this commercial, but as if gumball, the character was watching it and then he's like, I don't see a ghost. And then the thing pops out like a a cartoon network version Mm -hmm. thing pops out and scares him and stuff so it's just really bizarre i mean obviously it's halloweenish time so that makes sense but it's just really funny that this was an ad we're gonna look at and like somebody probably our age posted that on all the way from like 2004 and 2005 but so this is the most well-known one of their kind of series or their campaign this car commercial one so it's just like you know the 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 whole thing lulls you into a false sense of security with the relaxing music and all that. I think most everyone would know that it's not a car commercial because most car commercials 
don't operate like this. And also the you show music. how cool the car is not. Yeah. Well, some of them show them driving down a down a winding road. Yeah, but the music's the, too. Different. The music's too too goofy. Like it's too goony. It doesn't it sound usually, like, the, like the background could be the not even the background could be the same. It's too far away. They have to show the car up close and the guy saying how awesome it is. Yeah, but the doo, 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 like this weird panpipe stuff, like no car commercial would have that. <laughs> anyway, there were other commercials in the series, which were fishing, yoga, meadow, surfing, beach, boardwalk, Buddha, golf. Very, yeah, they had a lot of these actually. That must have been really annoying if you were just watching TV and you're like, not this commercial again. They also made radio ads, so which were investment, love, relaxation, and Christmas. Ah, Christmas time again at last. And we all have such wonderful childhood memories. Pretty little crooked houses with chimneys puffing out trails of smoke. Ah, yes, and the icicles glistening in the moonlight all around. The snow crunches softly under our feet. And when we come into the cosy warmth of our houses... They smell of delicious baked apples and freshly baked mince pies. And oh, how excited we are when we finally, finally hear the sound signalling the arrival of Christmas. That also must have been annoying. There must have been a person out there that was like hounded by these commercials. It got, a, it got into a car crash. Like, if I'm in my house watching TV, I just jump back. But if I'm in the freaking, like... In the car? Yeah. Car, was, oh, boom. <laughs> Whoops. So offender. The, com- the, commercials, the commercials became a huge success, and they were featured on the news, mainstream programs like Jay Leno. Our own John Melendez constantly searching the internet for things of interest, for the bizarre. The, what, what do you have? Yeah, what? And there were a ton of internet parodies and jump scare reactions. Yeah, that's um, like one of them because like the gumball thing, uh, one of the big ones back in the day was like, you can see a group, a child's ghost or green mist of oh, ghost yeah. behind the car. This that's is in like, the era of like chain mail emails. Like this is in that weird time period. Yeah, um, because the internet has been around big since the mid 2000s when this came out but it was still like transitioning from email garbage to like uh video stuff yeah social media hadn't exploded yet it it had kind of like a cultural there was kind of a cultural phenom interestingly enough yeah it played like from what we've seen here it was played in germany and the uk but like us being in america found out about it and knew about it so like it was one of those things that kind of transcended just because of its natural virality which is pretty cool in its way. Yeah. However, the ads, while beloved by a certain subset of people, were not by a large subset of people. The internet I, people liked it. And- yeah, I fall into both where I can appreciate it, but I hate it because it makes me mad because I keep getting scared by it. It's like the beginning of an episode of Tales from the Crypt. I, I For some reason, I still get scared when that stupid puppet pops out of the coffin because like, I know it's coming, but for some reason, I just don't know exactly when he pops out, and he always scares it's me. It's kind of slow, too. Yeah, it is. You never like, you've mentioned a hundred times how you hate the Crypt Keeper. I hate the Crypt Keeper. Like, <laughs> and I don't hate him because he's lame or whatever with his stupid 
quotes or puns. puns and junk. I just hate him because he's he's actually a really well-formed puppet. Like, it's a good puppet. His good eyes are really scary. Ugly, anyway, this isn't about that puppet. It's about jump scares. The commercials received a lot of complaints. People said they had, like, heart attacks and stuff like that. So the ads themselves were soon pulled from television. And that's a lot of ads. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they... they it seems as though this was cheaply made, though, so maybe it wasn't so bad. I guess paying for the time slots must have been annoying for them. No. But anyway, the Kefi company, they released light versions of their product, which also had light versions of these ads. So they kind of parodied their own scary ads. So the golf hat had a demon mask man saying an enthusiastic roar. The beach had a teddy bear giggling. And the car had a man wearing a polo shirt making a silly face and then saying boo kind of effeminately or, or whatever. Boo. Now with less caffeine, try Kathy Latte Macchiato drinks. The products themselves had less caffeine so uh, i think the ads we're trying to do it's less of a shock um so it's still kind of it was just messing around what what with what they were known the for. caffeine isn't gonna make your heart go crazy and yeah. you pass out so unlike the crypt keeper who was a puppet the monsters in these ads were played by actual people brad johnson as a zombie and his brother adam johnson as the gargoyle uh, they got this job through their friend who was the cinematographer they filmed their bits after everything else was shot. So the car driving down the road or whatever was shot. And then the two guys were put in a green screen and did their kind of spooky, scary ah, uh, zombie stuff, zombie gargoyle stuff. <laughs> um, initially, they were going to use puppets, but it wasn't scary enough. I find puppets scary, but this guy's actually... They were no, they were no Crypt Keeper. Yeah, they didn't have... Like, probably the puppets they were trying to use were going to be really cheapy puppets. So, yeah, I can understand mm. that. Um, so the ads are well known now, but they did win awards back then. Like uh, they won a silver award at Cannes Lions in 2005 and a bronze at the, I think it's Silo, Silo Awards in 2005. So the advertising agency did get its flowers, but uh-huh. yeah, I think they kind of imprinted on the beginning of the internet as well. Yeah. So that's kind of a long, like kind of had like a, a longevity that maybe you might not even be aware of. Um, it's from this coffee company. You <laughs> Still see people saying like, oh, this scarred me when I was a child and still little kids doing the reaction thing. Yeah, it's really cute. It, it's just. Oh, it, it just it for some reason, it's not too. It doesn't stick out too much to me, but it left an impact. It did. Like you can imagine it's because like we were older at that point. I still remember it. But you can imagine seeing it as like an eight-year-old first time messing around on the internet, being on, I don't know, on like Yahoo message boards or something. And then something like this pops up in one of the links that someone puts up. Some jerk our age. Yeah, exactly. Little kids. (laughs) Yeah, so you can see it being a little bit like something that would really mess with the kid's head. So you can see how it would kind of last. But anyway, that was pretty cool. So the next spooky scary ad is, what is the next spooky scary ad? oh this one's actually pretty darn creepy like i would say that the first one is unnerving i it's scary but it's unnerving the second one is more traditional jump scare you know like when you're watching a film and something goes boop that throws it at you this one's this one's actually kind of this one's creepy not unnerving just like all right so if you want to watch this ad it is scary phones for you
local icon is only $59.95 on pay as you go. Phones for you. Missing our deals will warn you. So in this commercial, it's uh, it's a phones for you commercial. If you're from the US or anywhere that's not the UK, <laughs> probably don't know. <laughs> you, you might not be familiar with phones for you, um, which we'll go into in a minute. But the commercial itself is it shows a woman coming, I, presumably from shopping at a mall or something, from shopping on the high street, and she has her bags and she goes into an underground kind of garage. And as she's walking, a young girl who looks very much like creepy, yeah, a young creepy apparition of a girl who looks very much like the ring girl kind of just appears and it gives the woman a sense of kind of like uh, something's going on. So she turns around to try to find the girl. The girl doesn't appear and then she quickly hoofs it to her little car. Um, She gets into the car. On the wrong side. (laughs) But not before seeing like the reflection of the spooky girl in her, in her car window. And then she, she drops all her stuff. She gets to the car. She puts on her, seatbelt and then the girl is her hands are slammed against the window her side window and the woman starts screaming and then the girl makes a pitch for a phone even shows her the cool the cool phone saying like you know this phone's real cheap you should you should buy it essentially and the woman looks pretty cheap (laughs) woman looks a little perplexed by what's happening in front of her and then that's cut by a a logo for phones for you and it says missing our deals will haunt you uh, whispered as well by a creepy voice and then the ad ends with the with kind of like a, a view of the girl and she's she's kind of doing like sign language of phone f- for you so like holding a phone and then doing four and then you i think it is it ends with the devil horns as you <laughs> yeah but essentially it's just the kid kind of promoting phones for you so that yeah. is that's that commercial which was which was truly weird, but yeah, it's it it's very totally frightening. It's it's very much in the vein of like a scary movie. Someone being followed. There's a supernatural thing coming after them. So that was uh, that was phone for you's attempt to, I don't know, cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what the heck? Is it? I guess it did put the phone right out there, but yeah, it does. Is. Okay, so phones for you, phones for you. Spelled phone, space, the number four, and a small u. Phones Faru <laughs> was a mobile phone retailer in the UK. It was started by John Codwell and his brother Brian in 1987 as Midland Mobile Phones and later became the Codwell Group. This is one of those that mergers, changers, that it gets so lost and entangled that I can't quite tell. It was sold in 2006 to Private Equity Partners, then in March 2011 to BC Partners, another private equity firm. There were also many complaints about its aggressive sales tax, like people would stand at the door like, boy, there's no. the repairs sucked. That's where Phones for You themselves said 80% of their uh, complaints came from and a bunch of other things. And even when they grew, the insurance costs put them at a loss. Like in 2011, they got a loss because insurance costs. And they finally folded in 2014 after losing many partner and supplier contracts. And then the liquidation and all the garbage that it's a little hard to understand because there's so much (laughs) nuttery to it all the time. And then they all have similar names like... Carphone Warehouse? Well, it's Atari, Atari UK, Atari France. But it has the 
the intellectual property of this company instead of it's like i don't know what's going on <laughs> okay so they're also known for their advertisements that were well-known controversial some of them were fine like flight of the concords new zealand guys saying hey this phone is awesome all right and they were also known for controversy because i guess that's what sells as well one ad was pulled after the Scout Association complained about one of the commercials. There was a deal where the cool people, if you get like 50 friends on your phone, you get like a deal. And then they showed a nerdy Scoutmaster who's like overweight, blonde guy with the glasses. It kind of looks like that uh, viral photo with the 80s blonde fat kid in front of a computer. Um. Oh, with that kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it kind of looks like that and says, there was no way you had 50 friends on your phone. And it's like, hey, you're making fun of us as a, you know, we help kids and everything. That's really mean. <laughs> <laughs> that ad was made by Adam and Eve, which you will hear again. The Advertising Standards Authority banned another ad after they used the Buddy Christ symbol. No, oh, God, Buddy Christ. Or showed from... The Kevin Smith American movie Dogma, where this statue of Jesus is like thumbs up and pointing to uh, attract more people to Christianity. It said Buddy Christ promoted its miraculous deals. Buddy Christ. But uh, Christians complained, and the Advertising Standard Authority themselves said it's probably mocking Christianity, and we can't have people like being bigoted and stuff like that. So they took it down. Hmm. And this one became its most controversial ad. Came out in 2011, three years before they died. <laughs> when Adam and Eve, again, released Missing Our Deals Will Haunt You. It was, of course, based on the uh, the ring or the creepy little girl. And I've never seen the I, ring, I just, actually. I just kind of hate... Yeah, you did. You saw it with me. I never saw it. I don't remember it. What do you mean? Well, you probably don't remember it. I think you saw it. Did I? Yeah, you saw it with me. Hmm. And some other person, I think. <laughs> we'll have to find that other person to verify. They died. Watching the... <laughs> After watching The Ring with us. Yeah. yeah. On DVD. <laughs> it was the Netflix uh, sharing DVD thing. So we flew <laughs> around and we had to pass it around. It depicted the ghostly little girl who was modeled after The Ring. She does that stupid, like, disappearing chasing teleport thing yeah yeah i hate that is she there that creeps me out about this one is the parking garage is like so granite yeah the parking garage is not nice it's uh it's ugly it's it feels like something bad can happen to you there yeah exactly so i don't know if the woman was based off naomi wants but she's also another blonde woman there's a lot of blonde women so everyone was like hey there was a freaking uh the Ring was popular at the time. I think like 2000. No, it came out like 2002. So I guess they were like, hey, remember The Ring? 2011. Oh, yeah. But yeah, maybe. the ad received 659 complaints to the ASA, the Advertising Standards Authority. Claiming it was too scary for its time slot, which was about 7.30 p.m. Uh, Greenwich time, right? That's what they have over there in that uh, weird place. No, not necessarily. They have like British Standard Time. Meridian time, time or something? Greenwich Mean Time is what usually GMT is. But anyway, go on. Despite the complaints, the ASA, the ASA, did not pull the ad as I saw it as an appropriate time slot, 7.30. Kids are probably 
sleeping-ish. And it was obvious that it was a parody because this scary ghost girl is not going to talk to you about phones if it's very horror movie. She's just trying to sell you phones. That'd be the weirdest ghost encounter, right? You have those stupid ghost encounter shows and then there's like a, a, a salesman from the 50s who died and just wants to make the best pitch. I'd actually be really, <laughs> I'd be really pissed because I'd just be like, and not not British but I'd be really annoyed because it'd just be like I've been scared and all this stuff and I'll not even I'm not even I guess I'd be relieved that, okay probably would be relieved at the outset it's like oh this ghost just trying to sell me a phone but upon mulling it over a little bit longer I'd probably be pretty annoyed because then I'd be like I'm not even getting like I, I'm getting an ad <laughs> yeah. like I'm getting Maybe a really pushy ad <laughs> I'm like come on yeah, actually, the girl must be must I be. I just really want to watch my YouTube just... video with an ad now. In the, I walked in a parking lot and get a go. Yeah, there. the little yeah. girl must be pretty mad too because of her whole life is just selling phones for you stuff. She must she's be pretty trapped there. Well, maybe now she's no longer trapped because phones for you is phones for you folded. She's dead too. <laughs> the ad was beloved by some though, and it won the People's Choice Award at eTalk Marketing, and it's still well known apparently. I. I assume in the UK. And that wasn't the only controversy they had in 2011 because they also released their zombie ad, which got 79 complaints. Oh dear. The Samsung Taco icon is only 59.95 on pay as you go. Phones for you. Missing our deals will warn you. That was also produced by Adam and Eve, and it got in the ASA's top 10. Uh, it was the 10th of the top 10 controversial ads complaints in 2011. And the first was also this ghost girl. So they got the bookends of top 10 uh, that's, that's most complained about them. commercials. <laughs> so Adam and Eve were probably just big jerks. <laughs> yeah, they just wanted to create controversy i mean they succeeded in what they needed to do in terms of getting attention but phones for you didn't really carry that forward they failed (laughs) (laughs) it also it was also during that time as well where it's like you know amazon and all that kind of stuff going up fewer people going in the high street to shop for things like that so that probably contributed to its kind of death yeah high retail stuff like you wanted to get like iphones and stuff and like this mobile phone or something yeah so, I just so survive. those are all the spooky, scary ads. Okay. Now for the review. Reboot. <laughs> the reviews. Okay. So, which ad of the three? So, the ogre baby kleenex the kv car commercial and the phones for you dead girl which one is your least favorite i haven't even thought about this what is my least favorite least favorite it's a little tough because they're all from different corners like how jump yeah they, they, they deal legend. with different types of, of scary i think i know my least favorite then say yours i'm, I'm thinking okay my least favorite is the dead girl the reason my least favorite is the dead girl. And you would have thought it was the, the caffeine one. Yeah, I would have said that. Because I was getting really irritated with it. But it's <laughs> an enjoyed irritated. 
the reason why the dead girl is my least favorite is uh, i don't know it just feels like i've seen it kind of before a bit hacky as well with like i'm selling you a phone but at least it's trying to get the job done i don't know if the the ogre baby gets the job done um but uh, yeah i i i appreciate it for what it is but it's probably my least favorite of the three yeah so i'd say mine would also be the little girl because the movie itself is creepy and scary but this parodies of it it kind of vaguely remind me of the stupid like scary movie movies oh yeah it's a little bit like that yeah not nearly as bad but a little but the fact that it was parody i guess they did the parody okay because like it's selling me a phone what <laughs> i don't know what it would be proper to sell though like it wouldn't be proper to sell anything with it lullabies but, like, for little kids to not be scared or something i don't know but <laughs> yeah. overall, it's it's okay and it didn't particularly scare me i didn't see the super scariness of the complaints it's just the parody didn't quite land for me even though i get it it's kind of funny but it didn't quite do it for me yeah so, oh our second okay so middle what's middle middle for you middle one it's hard because he's because there's also my own nostalgia of Casey yeah Coffey. i think <laughs> i think i know which one i'm trying which to my middle measure one. it to the mayor the I'll say my middle one then. Okay. So my middle one is the coffee one. And this is just based on like, all of this is sort of based on what kind of like speaks to you or what's most interesting to you or whatever it is. The coffee one I, I really like. I think it's really well done. Uh, for, it's also like low budget, but in a good way, meaning like I can imagine that company not spending that much and getting a really solid, you know, uh, solid word of mouth or whatever. <laughs> After they got banned. <laughs> Yeah, I think the word of mouth is the only thing they had at that point. But then they could make a, a new series of ads off the back of kind of the notorious nature of, of that kind of series or whatever. I don't know. It's just really simple. I like it. I like the fact that the heartbeat comes in at the end and it's kind of like, ooh, are you awake or whatever? And it's about a caffeine drink. It's like a little twist at the end, which I really enjoy. I, I think it's a good... Yeah, I, I just think it's a good ad. That's kind of it. Um. I guess I'll go with the Japanese Kleenex because it's just sitting there. It's weird. It's too foreign to me, I guess. <laughs> Again, the whole uh, cultural thing, I don't quite go into Japanese things. But why is this lady, like, motherly, gingerly playing with this angry baby demon thing? And Kleenex is going to help it? I don't get it. And yeah, I, I they're on see. straw, and it vaguely looks like hell because the background is orange and red. And yeah, it's not right in a number of ways. It's just a little off. But I really do like the song. The yeah, sing songy thing. So the Japanese one, and, and by the way, folks, I, I said we were doing a scary commercial episode, but this is actually scary foreign commercials. Just in case you were unaware, we were talking about foreign foreign things. Japan, Germany, and the UK. So I think the reason I think the reason why the ogre baby is my top one, even though I really lauded the coffee one, it was kind of like a race between these two for me. Mm -hmm. I just I don't think it does a great job as an ad. Like so it's not got that going for it for it. But it's just yeah. so bizarre and like visually impactful to me that 
that's why I like it. I also like the song too. Like it's just everything is incongruous to everything else. Yeah, exactly. The song to the visuals, the the product. As, as a piece the... of weird art, I I like that, and I think that's what I'm kind of. That's what my gut reaction is to it. It's but like an like, art house commercial. Yeah, it's weird, and I like that. I just like there's just so many questions around it. Like, why is it this woman in white? What is this baby? Why is he bothered? What's a Kleenex box doing there? Why are they on hay? Why is it this creepy orange background? Why does, why does the Kleenex like almost look like, it's on? It's being pulled by a wire, or like almost backwards floating. Like, like everything about it. Forest Gump feather. <laughs> it everything about it is really like unnerving, and I don't know. I just like that. I just like the the, the visual element to it. Just all of it together, just off. So I'd go with Kefi Coffee. Kefi Coffee. Kefi Coffee. Because uh, I guess for me, this one is nostalgia to me as it, it happened to me. I saw this. I got scared from it. I remember it. <laughs> and it also feels like it was on TV, but also the it felt like the sweet spot between the old of TV commercials and internet. And it would just happen to be on TV. Yeah. It's a nice crossroad. It's a nice crossroad interpoint to the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's so simple. Just the car driving and then boom. I guess I'd say the little girl one was the best to, uh, to advertise but this just memor it like burned it into your memory because ah. okay another question which yeah. do you think is the best one in terms of its purpose of selling something uh, i think it's actually the coffee one because it's unique and at the yeah. end it's giving you that feeling of that coffee i say coffee i know it's a caffeine drink the english version has the heartbeat thing too yeah, so well, it's got I like guess this phones for you because it actually says it's a phone. I mean, the stupidity of Ghost Girl, but it actually says, "Hey, this phone is sixty pounds. Uh, buy it." So that I guess that's the one that feels most an ad. To... The Kleenex one is like it doesn't even say anything about the Kleenex. Yeah, like that one's the worst one, the absolute worst one in my in my in my estimation. My professional estimation, because we've been doing this for several years. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's the coffee one, followed by the phones for you, followed by the Japanese Kleenex commercial. I'd go with phones for you one, coffee second, and Kleenex third. Okay, so now it's a like a personal preference. Which would you yeah. buy based? Which product would you buy based off the commercial? I guess I'd go with Kefi Coffee. It's like, oh, dang, you got me. Oh, this is another drink. It might taste good with the coffee taste. Yeah, that's what I would go to. I'd be like, okay, I'm intrigued. As far as the product itself, I think it's good. At, I think it's most. good at peaking interest. I think yeah. it's really good. As for far that. as product, that's the one I would like the most. But it that's also, also like, true. It grabbed me in because it scared me. And I was like, like, okay. I also, I was I'm also aware of phones for you, and I just know for a fact that like I wouldn't be able to go to get a good deal on a phone there. So like, <laughs> um, but this is purely on the commercial, so I probably shouldn't say it like that. But no, it okay. it's piqued my interest enough. It's just like, oh, I need that jolt yeah. of energy. I think this this product might do it for me. So, uh, uh, cool. So, 
Well, which did you think was most worthy of complaints and bans? Ooh. Probably the um the See, coffee the one. Coffee, I think the yeah, coffee because one because it, it it did something to you. It didn't just be like, Oh, this is kinda of creepy. Yeah, like the it other two are creepy. You. <laughs> the other two are creepy, but the yeah. yeah, the other one it developed an urban legend around it. So it wasn't yeah. like actually like, oh, people so, people are crashing their cars. It's it was just kind of like, Oh, did you know because this thing is so creepy that the director died? That kind of so stuff. Do you which do you think is the scariest, creepiest? Oh, like if I saw I, it, that's tough. Genuinely, that's, tough that's tough because I'm, I'm, I'm incorporating the urban legend into the Japanese one because on its own, it's just a little creepy, but it's like it has this whole milieu around it. I think it's between the two, and I'm just gonna base this again on just sort of like I got scared by the stupid. Like we watched it again, and I put it up, and I got scared by the stupid zombie thing. So I'm just gonna yeah. put that one. Like that one, even with like 20 years of knowing about this stupid thing. I'm still scared by it. So, like, yeah. the jump scare still gets me. And it makes me smile because I'm like, ah, oh, God, they got me again. They get me every time. If I had to base it just kind of like on, I feel like the baby's right after that because it's so creepy. And then followed on by that, it does feel like the baby one encourages you to look it up. You're like, what's going on here? I don't get this. It's scaring me. Yeah, it just doesn't. And the more you learn about it, you're like, oh my god, this actually should be scared about. Like, this should be released. If I watch it at midnight, I might die. Its weirdness draws you in because everything doesn't match with everything else. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm very much a. And there's no explanation. Like except the guy is like Kleenex. uh, (laughs) Kleenex. Kleenex tissue. This. That's why I think it is between those two, but just because watching this commercial. Just now, as we watched this, or we recorded this thing, yeah, I got spooked. Scared you again. <laughs> it's just like that one has to win. Like, it deserves right. the win for it, so. It deserves the golden line, or silver line. All right, so, uh, <laughs> that was, uh, that was fun. <laughs> I like that one. Life's no fun without a good scare. Life's no fun without a good scare. All right, so that was our Halloween episode. If you like commercials and being spooked, uh, listen to our Halloween commercials because we have a few or episodes. But if you just like listening to commercials, we do that year round. So listen to Retro Ad Review on any of the stations where you listen to podcast stuff. Tell your friends because we'd like more people to listen, you know, just just because that's always fun. More people that enjoy commercials to listen. And yeah, follow us on Facebook and inter- Instagram. Can't speak to it. I feel like I say that every episode. Instagram. 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 We're Retro on there. And we will post things and we will respond to things. So we've done episodes based on people's suggestions as well. So maybe your suggestion will be an episode. Could be you. And with that, maybe you. And with that, we were out. Have a happy Halloween. Call your friend on your phone while drinking your energy drink and using the Kleenex for a movie if you're watching. A spooky romantic comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye.